You can find our podcast by searching Big Brother Sports Talk on the Anchor app, Google Play, Spotify, and of course, Apple Podcasts. I'm going to tell you right off the bat. Yeah, so if you're at work right now, you should go up to your manager and be like, um, I quit. I quit. I'm done. I'm done. I need to hear this podcast. That's it. For me. <laughs> I was thinking maybe going, yeah, um, maybe like a break. Big Brother Sports Talk. Today's going to be a special episode. You get an hour break. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, you get like a little thirty banger. Quit your job, right? Now. Welcome back, welcome back, everybody. This is Big Brother Sports Talk, and on today's episode, we're coming to you live from the Pleasantville Recreational Center with professional boxer, CEO, top contender, Mister Dark Places, mm. Thomas Cornflake Lamana. Man, mm. welcome to the show, man. Thanks hey. for thanks for having thanks for coming on, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh. Um, so we can get into it. I just want to start off really quick. The other day on your Instagram, a lot of people might not have saw it, and um, you put boxing is prize fighting and not pride fighting. Mm-hmm. Could you break that down for a lot of people who who? Yeah, man. Well, you know, boxing, you know, fighters they risk their lives when they go into the ring. You know what I mean? And um, I'm I'm it was more so because I see a lot of these promoters that get mad when fighters don't want to fight certain fights. Okay. Right. Okay. So. But I firmly believe it's because those promoters or those matchmakers, they're just lazy. They don't want to do their job. They don't want to go out and find somebody else. They're always mad at a fighter for not taking a fight to make their job easy. All right, you know yeah. I mean? And um, especially when you're at, like, a high, high level, you got to pick and choose what you're going to do. Like, there's certain fighters that can't afford another loss. Yeah. There's certain fighters that can't afford a loss, period. You know what I mean? Um. And so you just got to look at boxing like it's prize fighting. You're fighting for that money. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're not fighting for, you know, I mean, look, I mean, if you want to, you know, fighters fight. So if you want to say, oh, I'm fighting just for GP, cool. Yeah. But, you know, you got to get paid. You know, it got to make sense, too. Yeah, that's, know, ve- so. that's, that's very true. And talking about that. Yeah, and talking about fighting, um, November yeah. 16th is going to be the next fight for you, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, could you tell us something? Next, next opponent is um, Mighty Mike. I don't uh, want to. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, kill his yeah, name yeah. or nothing. Oh, I knew this, Mighty Mike. I knew this. You All know, right. he um, yeah, you know, November sixteenth at the Showboat, right in Atlantic City. Where can um, they get their tickets? Uh, RSPBoxing.com. All right. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I I've known Mike for for a while. I know of him. Um, you know, okay guy. He used to train here at the Rec. I seen him at the Pal a couple times. I sparred him for like maybe one round when I was like sixteen years old. You know what I mean? So it was actually here at the rec. We All sparred right. like one round. And so other than that, I don't really know nothing that much about him. You know what I mean? Now he's a southpaw, which means he's left-handed. All right. All right. Well, we're going to get into that right at the end. I have a few questions about the next fight at the end. Okay. No but let's jump right into some questions. Yeah. I have um, as um, a lot of people are, they're more casual boxing fans, I would think. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. not the biggest boxing freak, but mm-hmm. um. Real quick, I know you probably won't talk about more you more than anybody else, no, but no, I talk about tri- anybody. The, the Triple G Canelo, the yeah. last fight. Yeah. Could you tell me the breakdown on that? Because how I felt is not a lot how a lot of other people felt. Oh, well, how'd you feel? I, I thought it was a draw. The more, first time I or thought, second time? I thought the second time was more of a draw than the first time. Really? Who's yeah. you I won the first time? Triple G. Uh, that's uh, it, that's but that's what I'm saying. That's what we talked yeah, about this. No doubt. You're a boxer man. Yeah. You when you watch the fight, you yeah. watch it completely different I, than anybody else. I, I thought Canelo outboxed him the fr- I'm one of the very few people okay. that think Canelo won the first fight. All right. Okay. Um I thought he outboxed him. He died off at the end and Triple G came on and yeah. stuff like that, so he might close the show. But you got this twelve round fight, 
you gotta win. It goes by rounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because somebody closed the show, that don't mean you won the fight. Because yeah. for all that, the one draw I had, I felt I, I would have won then because I closed the show. But it was a draw anyway. You know. But the second fight, hands down, Can- Canelo looked magnificent. If you ask me, he back he backed him up. He outboxed him. He outlanded him. He he over he outpowered him. You know what I mean? He like moved him around. You know what I mean? He, so I you def- would say he controlled the second fight. Absolutely. Most the, definitely. Mo- most definitely the second one. Right. First one is very close. People will say that it was a draw. They say Triple G won. But, you know, I gave Canelo the first one and hands down gave him the second one. All right, to wrap on, do you think they'll fight again? Do you think there's one more or do you think that's it? I think they will for the money. That, right. that, that's the biggest fight for both of them. Uh, and, and to go right on that perfect segue to this next thing, the, the Canelo deal that he did sign, how, how monumental is that f- for boxing in general? Does that help everybody or is that only because of Tim? Um, I think it shows people about the platform that the zone is. The zone's the company that, the company that, that, that signed, signed with him. Yep. Um, so it, sh- it shows fighters like, yo, the zone's for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that was a major contract. Yeah. That's, that's what was fight, it? It was one of the million? biggest, I think it's the biggest sports contract ever, right? Something like that? Um, I, Look, it, it's like this. When when you got Floyd Mayweather who makes 30-something million a fight. Yeah. He, you know what I mean? As opposed to Canelo making 35, whatever. Well, that, and that's just, his con- that's just on his purses and stuff. That's yeah, not yeah. sponsors. That's not. That's not. Yeah. There's no more, but there's no more pay-per-view revenue splits. Okay. So it definitely just killed the pay-per-view market. That's right. what it did. Oh, you know that's what, what he. So the yeah, like absolutely. with that, there's no purse in those in that no, no, deal. No, no, that's his purse. Oh, his broke. what? Oh, the contract that he signed is the purse. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Over like 35 million. Let's just say if that if that's what it is. It's broken down into 11 fights. All right, you feel right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But now he's on the zone, which is an app where she pay like ten dollars a month. Oh, it's like it's like a like a streaming subscription or something is. like that. That's all, all right. it is. So, but now there's no more. But now there's no more pay per view. So there's no like, oh, if we get so many buys, we're still gonna make more money on well, that. Well, you look or? at it like this. I'm a big Eddie Hearn fan. Eddie Hearn, like, is kind of like the lead promoter in the zone, all right? right? And so I watch his videos all the time. And when you look at it, it's just simple numbers. It's easy. Canelo Alvarez being the popular star that he is, the zone could probably get close to a million subscribers just off of Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. At ten dollars a month, they're making more money than him in it. Like they're, they're making more. Okay. That look at the ROI that they're getting. Yeah, spending thirty-five, forty something million on Canelo. Yeah, and now they're getting the ROI on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're talking a hundred and twenty dollars a year times a million people. Let's call it. Yeah, you know and mean? he's only getting that one time. Yeah, that's just for that purse. Yeah. Now, now look, the zone. They also cover, mind you, Eddie Hearn's deal is a billion-dollar deal. Okay. So, you know, they got to recoup somehow. Yeah, most know? definitely. Yeah. So to, to get right into you, we want to start off. Um, our first question is, when did you start boxing? And when did you fall in love with boxing? Like, So I fell in love with boxing. I, I fell in love with boxing basically from the time I could remember, seven years old. Because I was born into the business. My, my okay. father was a manager for a very long time. So... You know, I don't know if you know about Ray Mercer. He's the last Olympic gold medalist uh, heavyweight okay, of America. Okay. That was like that was my roommate basically. We lived together. Right. You know what I mean? So I was just like born into. I was born into boxing, so I just fell in love with it. Okay, so it came natural, right? In a sense. So All then right. when I started boxing, I started boxing when I was about I'd say 12 years old, about 12 or 13 years old. All right, it was with, Mar- with Marvin Johnson. 
All right, from, yeah, and I remember from, Marvin from, yeah. from school and stuff. Yeah. So I started with him, and you know I just fell in love with it. like really really fell in love with it. My parents didn't want me to fight neither. Yeah, and um, you know I just stayed with it. All right, yeah, definitely. Um, besides boxing, what's yeah. another sport did you enjoy? Like Nothing. like to play, watch? You know, I played I played f- football. I played basketball, baseball. I did all that. I just wasn't good at it, and so, you know, just stuck with boxing. Okay, yeah. So yeah. that that's your one and only. Uh, yeah, though. basically. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's like you know, because there are a lot of athletes that say like a lot of sports athletes are are really talented in multiple yeah. sports, and then they kind of had to pick. Mm-hmm. So like that's the only reason we wanted to get so, into. I mean, I always look at I look at like you know basketball, baseball, football. You got teammates. Yeah. So, so everybody, somebody's gonna be better than you, no matter yeah. what. And you're gonna be better than somebody else. Yeah. And boxing, it's just you. Also, all you got is you. Yeah. You lose, you lose. You win, then you win. There's you nobody know? to blame. There's 100%. nobody to point. So that's why I kind of, that kind of fit me more. You know. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. And go back to go back on the one thing that you said that boxing is prize fighting mm-hmm. instead of pride fighting. Mm-hmm. Since becoming a father, how does that mm-hmm. change the way that you look at boxing and and life in general? Because you do. Put your life on the line every mm-hmm. night that you go out there, and you now you have to come home to a family. Amen. Yeah, man. You know, I I, I told my girl this. I I look at everything different in life in boxing. Everything's different now because of the baby. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I think before I speak, a hundred percent now. You know what I mean? I don't make no bad choices, no false choices before thinking about her. You know what I mean? So it definitely. And then getting to the prize fight and the money thing, I'm just smarter now, man. Like this fight. Here, you know, it's for the state title against a guy that's originally from Greece, but he resides in Atlantic City. All right. So it's for the New Jersey state title. That would hopefully get me and catapult me to something nationally. I'm already world ranked, number 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I'm just hoping that just like in 2019, I get boosted up. You know what you I mean? And take it to that next level. Exactly. To, right. to, and then that's when you got to be smart. Because really, honestly, I'm a fighter that I could easily stay in Atlantic City build my record up we me and my family we, we promote our own shows so i could do whatever i want really yeah but like it's just like it's not worth it. it's not worth fighting for pennies you know what i mean sometimes i had to shoot coming up i had to fight for nothing because yeah. i was paying to get me to where i'm at though yeah definitely you know, you know what i'm saying so you know but now i just look at it as you know um hopefully with a win next friday it will catapult me to something where i could then make the right decisions and get with the right people and make the right moves to eventually get me what I want, which is that bag. Yeah. And then, and what you said earlier about some people can't afford another loss. Right. Some people need to box and get a win and build it up and yep. build their, to get to that prize. Build fight, their in profile. A sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for the ca- casual boxing fan, next question, who would you compare yourself to? Like, let's say, oh, Thomas Lamana is. You know what, man? Everybody asks me that. I, I, I'm me. I, you know, I, I don't, I have a lot of, uh, fighters that I watch. I mean, even yeah. I mean, I never heard of fighters like Mark Breland before. I didn't know yeah. who he was until like a couple months ago. You know what I mean? He's yeah. one of the greatest fighters that probably ever did it. You know what I mean? I kind of do. I'm watching him. I kind of sort of do mimic him a tad bit. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I I wouldn't say that. So I just tell everybody, you know, I'm just me. You know what I mean? I, I do a lot of studying, a lot of research, but I'm also big into adjusting and making adjustments in a fight regardless yeah so make the adjustment that's in like every sport people make gotta excuses. Make people make excuses you got to make an adjustment yeah, that's that's to. number one thing and to go on you being you mm-hmm. i know i watched an interview a while ago and, and i kind of like the answer that you said and i kind of want you to elaborate a little bit more where'd you get the nickname cornflake from 
Because I did see one. I think you did one when you went out to see, I think, Floyd and mm-hmm. Pacquiao in mm-hmm. Vegas. Some guy mm-hmm. walked up and asked you, and you kind of gave an answer. Yeah. You ever watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah, yeah, of course. The character Cornflake. Okay. So it basically what is me being the only white person and a black person, predominantly black person. Like minority sport. Hispanic. Exactly yeah, right. yeah. That's really what it is. Just like Cornflake, the only white person on Fresh Prince. Yeah. My man Brian just, you know, we were just cracking jokes one, one day, and, you know, it's all about Cornflake from Fresh Prince, and... It's like a month later, I had cornflake embroidered on my sh- on my trunks. I'll never do, forget it. Do you like do you like cornflakes? I actually, I don't. You don't? You know what I mean? No, right. no I'm, I'm, I'm a frosted flake type, type yeah. of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm at, uh, if cornflake want to sign a deal. You know, I've been trying to get up with catalogs for years, but <laughs> they just don't want to cut that check. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Five because, years. Because... I would say you have twenty six. You have twenty six wins, two yep. draws, and a loss. Yeah, kind of a vet, right? I'm definitely a vet. I'm definitely a so vet. So where do you yeah. see yourself in the next five? You want to take that next step? I'll like be. I'll be definitely done in boxing in five years. You'll be hundred percent. I'll. I'll be done boxing. Hundred percent. Is I that mean, be, is that because you would want to accomplish everything you want, or just? Bro, I was done. I retired. I I lay I laid my gloves in the ring. That was back in 2012, right? No, right. it was oh, two, uh, last year. Okay. August. I fought August 18th, just recently. Yeah. August 19th of 2017, I had a fight when I won my WBC belt. Yeah, that was like the Latin belt or yes. something like that. Yep. Yeah. Congrats on that. Congrats on that. When I won that, I, I announced my retirement on spot. I was yeah, done. I remember that. I remember. I was done. I remember I, it was in the paper. It was, it was, it paper, was a little coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was genuine. That was like, it really, because, you know, the struggle. Like, I didn't want to do it no more. It wasn't worth it. I wasn't getting anywhere in my career. You know, um, I was just tired of all the ups and downs and the lies and the yeah. everything. You know what I mean? And so this is a hard game. You know what I mean? And, then, you know, it's a lot of sacrifice, too. It kills me now that even... God, don't no, thankfully I get to go home to my my daughter and yeah. shit now. But it's like still, I, I don't want to be here. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's just like it's all it's all out the you know out the way. It's all out the way. You know what I mean? I mean, I spend time away from them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's hard, and and so I've been doing it for so long anyway too. So I say by you know three years I'll be twenty seven Monday. In three years I'll be thirty. I'm I'm out. Yeah. Thirty years. I'm out. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and I think I, I'll be now. Look, if I'm making crazy bread each fight, it might be different. Uh, yeah, 100%. the outlook is. But you know, I feel I already accomplished a lot. I mean, any in, in yeah. my own, yeah, my that, own world. Yeah, what you feel, and that's kind of and very important. And you're that's not gonna what really what matters. Yeah, because you're mm-hmm. not gonna chase all. Some people are, of course, no matter what you do, if you win every title in the world, Thomas, people are gonna say what. Always something. He said it did. He didn't fight this guy. He always said got something to say. No matter what, it's so. always something. And that's what kind of lead, led me back into like, I, it just blows my mind when when just people always make. It's like, come on, man. And I work on the promotion side again. Yeah. Me and my family, we have Rise and Star Promotions. Yeah, I is, know what it's about. He is the CEO of you Ryan, know it. Rising exactly. Stars. Yeah, but so. but but I'm also and what makes me separate is I'm a fighter first. Yeah. So I understand if you say no to a fight and it, and it's within reason. I don't expect fighters to not every fighter is the same. Not everybody stays in the gym constantly and is in shape and always fight ready. Yeah. You know, every fighter is not that because, you know, some fighters are, you know, what I mean, but when people expect for a fighter to, you know, um, exp- here's my thing. OK, I know I'm just I'm, I'm keep going back and forth, but this is what really You're good, man. Screws me up. You're good. It's the people that always got something to say 
that never fought a day in their life. Yeah, that's it's always that. That's with everything. And 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 it's always like, oh, f- fight real fighters fight. Oh, it's always one excuse after another. How do you know that one fighter didn't just have a crazy death in the family he didn't want to yeah. tell you about, and he's twenty yeah. pounds overweight because he's depressed? Yeah. What about how? What if you know if if his daughter? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I don't know. He's don't got no, or don't, yeah, got, or, don't yeah. got no milk in the fridge. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, well then. Oh, well, he needs money. And so, you know what I mean? But it's not about that. It's principle. Well, if he got work, he can't really get off. You know what I mean? And people are talking about, oh, this is your career. Man, the dude's two wins and six losses. This is, yeah. re- is, this, is this his career? Yeah. It looks like a hobby to me. You know yeah. what I mean? And if he got a day, full-time job, you know what I mean? Anyway, that's just how I look yeah, at it, You can't it, expect that guy to. Exactly. So He's given enough already. Hey, that's one. Like, look. So... I always look at it as, as long as it, it's within reason. And now, now, if a man just says straight up, look, nah, I, I can't beat him. I, I ain't going to fight him. I respect it. It's yeah. cool. You have your own thing. I ain't going to call you like a, 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 a punk or nothing like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that will be like the only thing where if you want to go on a rant about them, what you fighting for if you're scared of somebody. Like, yeah. I ain't scared of nobody but God. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I, already took, I already took two losses. It yeah. is what it is. You know how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, you, I mean, I know how it feels. And, and I ain't worried. Again, <laughs> shit, I ain't worried about nobody no yeah. more. I was scared to lose my first L just for GP. I mean, yeah. I mean, lose my O just for GP. Yeah. But now, since I, shoot, I got two of them. <laughs> yeah. Now you know how it feels. Exactly. Now, after you got that first loss, how, mm. how did you take that? It was like, Man. was that like one? Of, was that a good thing to happen to you? Did you think you came back? Yeah, I mean, ten times better. Or you think? I look at uh, so. Yeah, and that was on soapbox. I, we, yeah. I mean, we we threw a party at my yeah. aunt's house. Oh, for real? We came out. We oh, had a bunch dope. of friends over. That's we were dope. cheering for you. That that's was dope. a tough fight for you, man. It was really tough. You know, very what? tough fight. I, I seized the moment. I took I took advantage of the opportunity, fighting on Showtime, fighting an, an, another undefeated fighter. Um, yeah, I went up two weight classes to fight him. You know what I mean? Um, the money was great. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, I had I had enough time to train for it. I felt as though I could have beat the guy. Yeah. I still to this day think I'm a better fighter than him. Just yeah. he was just bigger than me. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say he looked heavier. He was just so much bigger than yeah. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you stuck in there. You stuck in yeah, there. I did the best I could. You went the whole 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 the whole bout, right? Well, no, no. Uh, that, that was Oh, that, that was, was with the knee, right? Yeah. Didn't you take a knee and they said yes. it was a takedown? Yeah. I remember that. It yeah. was something weird and funny yeah. about the end of that, that fight. Yeah. That was my my second loss. Uh it went the distance and that was just controversial. whatever. Um but yeah, to answer your question, I think it was the Re- something really good that happened to me because, you know, I was getting mind you. So I turned pro in high school, Mike. You know what I mean? I, don't yeah. know if you, you I remember, sure you remember, yeah. I had two pro fights in high school. I had my third fight, like two or three days. No, it was about four days after we graduated. I fought that Wednesday after we graduated. I believe we graduated on a Thursday or a Friday. So whatever, however many days that is, four or five days. I had my third pro fight. Okay, so I was like already into it, man. I'm, I'm just this eight, 19 year old kid in high school making 2,000 a fight. Oh, doing this, doing that. I'm thinking I'm the shit. You know what I mean? I'm thinking I'm feeling good all the way up until uh, I was 16 and 0. That's when I had my first loss. It brought me back down to reality, which I needed that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really needed that. Then after that, you know, I went on to win, I believe, five or six more. Then I fought my man Dusty. We fought, yeah. you know, I, I, I lied to you now. You can check my phone. I talked to Dusty about half hour today before I even got here. That's my man. My man yeah. for life. That's my yeah. boy. But we had to put, it's a business. It's prize fighting now. You know what I mean? Yeah. We fought for a USBA title. That winner gets into the world ratings. Okay. It was another uh, TV, I mean, uh, opportunity to fight on TV. It was good pay for both of us. Um, 
and we and we we look. It was a 50-50 fight. We were both in the same weight class and everything, and it was a rumble. People thought it was a really great fight. They want still to this day want to see it again. It won't yeah. happen no more because yeah. now I don't. If it would have happened, if it if it were to happen again, it should have happened three four months after the first one. Okay, that was two yeah. years ago. Yeah. But I also look at it like this. So I have two. I don't call them lost. I call them lessons. Yeah. And even with my draw with 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 Bracero, I I felt everybody and their mother thinks I won that fight. But yeah. again, it, that's whatever. Even with Bracero, who who's a draw, he's a world rated guy. Antoine unfortunately went on to. He did good things. He beat a couple more guys. He fought on Showtime, the real yeah, platform. Yeah. He fought on HBO. He made hundreds of thousands of dollars. God bless him, right? Yeah. But then he got knocked knocked off. He got knocked out. He got hurt. You know what I mean? He's just like not the same person. Yeah. He's not the same. I'm talking like personally. Forget boxing. He's yeah. not the same person in life no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's bad. It's like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hope he's doing all right, but... Then even Dusty. So me and Dusty fought two years ago. He ain't had one fight since. He cracked into the world ratings. He got to yeah. like number 14 or 15 in the world. He was with Rock Nation. Rock Nation did nothing with him. And he hasn't fought in two years. So do you think that hurts you? No. Or help, that helps your case or hurts your case? Because these are the people that... Like if let's say you lose to a world... Like the yeah. guy... Let's say you would have lost and one of these guys come out to be yeah. world champs. Would that help you kind of, I mean, I guess, or does that matter? Does Dust, that matter or not? Yeah, I mean, look, Dusty made a joke saying, tell you, look, man, keep winning. you making me look good. You know what I mean? Because, you know, he beat me. Yeah. But, you know, like with Antoine, see, Antoine still won like two or three fights after. Yeah. He was still climbing a ladder. He fought on HBO, fought on Showtime. He just lost to a guy that, like, I, he just lost to a guy that's better than him. There's always going to be somebody that's better than you. Yeah. And he just lost to two guys that were just better than him and physically stronger than them and they're grown men Antoine's yeah. a kid yeah. still 21 22 off oh, I'm 20 oh shit I'm about to be 27 he has to be 24 25 then yeah you know what I mean but at the time when he was when he lost to them he was still a kid 22 yeah. 23 yeah. years old yeah fighting grown men yeah so um and now with Dusty he's still on the feet. he's 30 you know uh, you know he's he's coming back I think he's gonna beat this guy he's he's, he's uh uh gonna fight then he's gonna come back and, and beat more guys, I, I believe, because he told me his plan, which is a good plan for him. And you know, maybe it'll make me look better because people, the world's seen the fight because it was on TV. Yeah. If you watched it, you've seen it. Yeah. Because you know I mean? it was on it was on TV. You didn't have to be there to see it. Um, and they know how competitive it was, and they still to this day talk about it, even in his press releases. Dusty was coming off of a highly, you know, like back and forth battle, you know, with Thomas Lamana yeah. for the USBA title. So, like, they know I'm still in that picture. Yeah. So, I mean, does it hurt, you know, I, get, I mean, in Dusty's case, I guess it benefits me because, you know, he'll go on to keep doing better and better. Yeah. But Antoine, he, he can't, like, sneeze at his career because yeah. he, he made it. He made yeah. he made money. He fought good guys. And, um, you know, look, he was supposed, at the end of the day, when you compare it on paper, when you look at it on paper, yeah. he's supposed to, Stop me and do yeah. do what he did to me. He's yeah. supposed to. I, I'm I'm be real. You know what I mean? So you know it is what it is. Oh. All right. So another thing is um, do you have a favorite fight? A favorite of my fight? Yeah, like of of all your of all your bouts, do you have a favorite fight? Or one that's a most memorable in a sense? You know, I think the most memorable was when I you know I won the WBC belt. Okay. I think that was it because you know that was like a real accomplishment, like a big accomplishment, um, winning that, and then you know even with the even with the um, 
you know, the after, you know, me leaving my gloves in the ring. And it was, like, real emotional and stuff because, like, I still to this day swear to God that I was dumb boxing. Yeah. And then, you know, just the love of the game brought me back. And, you know, people finally acted right and they started doing the right thing. Like, on the business side, we're yeah. saying? like Yeah, because, you know, look, I'm self-everything, bro. Yeah. I'm a... I'm I'm my own manager. So that makes it ten times harder to be yes, in a but you're, so you're independent, right? I'm very independent. And but now again that was a year ago. Even in one year, I've restructured like everything. So like my mother, my parents take like a crazy load off of me. Yeah. My trainer Tommy, his wife Donna Duva is like she's the one that kind of like the brains behind Rising Star. Cause yeah. she has so much experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I built a really good team around me to work now. It's not 100%, I'll be honest, but I could really, like, f- put a lot more focus and energy into training and fighting. Yeah, And that's w- the most important thing. That you're a, Like you said, you're a fighter I'm first. I'm a fighter first. Yeah. And people got to understand and respect that. You know what I mean? Every, you know, yeah, so. you can't be businessman, this, that, and this, and focus 100% I on fighting. I could do it on my off time. Like, yo, like, the minute I get out that ring, I already know I'm going to go. The minute I get out that ring, I'm going to go in the locker room. I'm going to get changed. I'm going to drink a soda probably and then i'm gonna go with my mom look look at all the books and the checks make sure everything's right yeah as of now up to this point i have no idea what's going on with the show which is a good thing yeah i rather and and i and i live by no news is good news mm-hmm. nobody gonna bring me crazy nothing you know what yeah. I mean? so how does it feel to keep fighting in atlantic city it's dope man like because i dope. saw you tweet somewhere yeah. you made it you said that you're kind of helping atlantic city come yeah. back like do you think it's that yeah, no, and, and and I felt we did, and and you know, of course, you know, with the ESPN fight, right? Wasn't that was in Atlantic City, yeah, right? Yeah. That's big. So because I'm very fortunate and blessed for, I have a crazy. I don't know why people like me, but a lot of people like me, yeah. and they come to watch me fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm very fortunate for that. Very yeah. fortunate for that. And that's what kind of allowed me to stay active with doing these shows and fighting because, yeah. like, you know, it just kept me relevant. Yeah. The, the fans kept me relevant. Um, but just all in all, fighting in Atlantic City would it be in a really cool and big fight town? And headlining is yeah, dope. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Um, can you describe to fans that have never been boxing? Can you take us in the ring during fight night? Like, what are you thinking when we're when you're standing in the ring? Like, what's going through your mind? Is it keep it simple? He gotta fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he gotta go. Get yeah. him out of there. Now I know my my knockout ratio and my my um even my style, of fighting might not speak for that because I'm more of a pure boxer. I like keeping my distance. I like fighting smart. You know what I mean? I like picking shots. You know what I mean? Again, I I bring the whole prize fighting, pride fighting, uh, a quote into the ring too. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna rumble with you if I don't have to. I got shit. I want I want to go home at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight smart. But if I see my opening. Oh, I'm going to take it. You know what I mean? But what do I think about, man? I don't think about nothing. I just zone out. It's like you don't hear the crowd. You don't hear people yelling. Obviously, you hear them, but you just, you. it's it's very hard to stay focused. But yeah. you got to stay focused. Yeah. Very hard to hear, you know, look. Do you lock into your corner? Like, is it like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I listen to one voice. And that's one, it. One voice. Absolutely. The, 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 yeah. the, the main trainer, I listen to the voice. You know what I mean? Um, this is our second fight together, but we have an understanding that, you know, I'm not a remote. I'm not a remote control like fight night. I'm not like fight night round five or round yeah. four, whatever it is, where you're controlling me. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. I, yes, he, they, the trainers see things outside the ring that I might not see, but 
but it's, it's, it's flipped. I see things inside of the yeah. ring that they don't see. Maybe you're not doing this because you see this that they can't that's see. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what we have a break for. I'm very communi- – like, I communicate a lot with my, my trainers. Like, and if we're in the corner and and he's telling me this, I'm like, look, but I see this. What do you think about this? Because I see this. He, he'll be – no, it won't work. Or, you know what, uh, yeah, but just make sure the hands are all be smart, da, da, da. We're, we communicate, which is awesome. But yeah. the communication to me is everything, yeah, man. That's key. Yeah. That's key. So what do you think the future holds for you and your company? Because let's say you retire yeah. in five years. Do you yeah. want to keep promoting? Yeah, that's why we started it. That's why yeah. That's why we st- I started it in uh, 2015 to where now when the time comes when I'm really done fighting. Yeah. Rise Star already have its brand, have its name. We have fighters. We have a, a model. We have a structure. And, I, you know, because it was a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. And, it, and it, it took away from my personal career, performance-wise, time-wise, uh, financial-wise, all that. It took away from it. But, like, now now when I look at it and, like, I, I look back and I see a finished product that obviously you just want to keep getting bigger yeah. and better and stuff. But you see a finished product and you say, damn, it's over. Cool. And, you know I mean, it was it's worth it. The time was worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. So. I think you being a self-promoter does affect yeah. you probably in the ring because you're there setting the ring up. You're there. Seeing, you, you, have to over, the, you have to oversee I, everything. I did do. I had, uh, shit, I haven't done that for a while. But in the beginning, I was doing that. I, I, I told Tony, yo, there was a time where I did. I, I have I have a team of like my mom, Donna. Shout out to everybody though, yeah. Like, Facts. yeah, yeah. Shout cause out to because, like you said earlier, none of this happens without the strong support Absolutely. system. So, but I had, oh, and I have six, but he's, I mean, he's, he's my right hand for life, and and he like kind of was like the lead guy. I have six people on my rising star team, okay. Um, every single one of them have a uh, in, in particular job. Yeah, have a role. Yeah. In the in the beginning, I was doing all six of their jobs at once yeah. while training. While making weight, I'm not a small dude. I'm a big motherfucker, yeah. especially making it for one for making 147. Yeah, hard. You know what I mean? I'm making weight. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I'll, I'll never forget one. It was one show we did. This is show number 14. But one show at the Claridge. Shout out to the Claridge because that's basically where I like. I had thought my you threw a, a couple. You Ten. threw a, like yeah, like a Ten. whole group yeah. of them through there. It was yeah, a series. It was eight. So we got AC Fight Night series that was at the Claridge, and now at the Showboat we got Boardwalk Boxing. All right, so that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. So, but one show at the Claridge is when I actually did contribute and setting the ring up while I was still fighting. That was one time, tough. but that was a little over. Oh yeah, setting up chairs. That's tough. Oh man, yo, I was hit, man. But you know what? I did it. You know, just show people. You know, um, a don't get it twisted. I don't need you. Yeah. Tr- trust and believe. I'm cool. You know what I mean? But um, just show leadership. Yeah. You, at the end of the day, you got to show leadership somehow, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I'd rather just do it or I'll cuss you out. <laughs> yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather just do it. Because some people will complain rather than do it themselves. And 100%. they'll just let it fall apart. 100%. Some people will give up and let it fall apart. 100%. But um, kind of one of my last few questions. Mm-hmm. We're going to do like two or three segments. So we're going to do all these questions good. and all that. Um, do you think we'll ever see a cornflake fight in, in Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. The Mecca? Mm-hmm. Is that in the works already? Or no, but I think so. I mean, would that be a dream come true? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely love to fight a um, a big fight in Las Vegas. But I tell everybody, I'm, I I uh, I dream it, I envision it, and it just does. 
stuff just doesn't pop stuff like this just don't pop into your head without it maybe being a reality i see me fighting terrence crawford yeah who's probably other than i mean i think earl spence beats him but one or the the, the number one or number two welterweight in the world i see me fighting terrence crawford at the ocean resort in atlantic city for the for the title in 2019 well, you I, love, that's what I say. I love how you like uh, that you're in Atlantic City. Yeah. That's so great. Because it's right here. They need it. You're yeah. a local South Jersey mm-hmm. guy, man. But that's what I say. I don't know why. Maybe maybe it's because I'm I'm world rated in the in the um sanctioning body that he's the world champ at. He's yeah. WBO welterweight champion. I'm number twelve in WBO. Okay. So uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Look, he just fought the number fourteen guy. Why can't I be? Yeah, you did. You said yeah. you're the twelve. I'm twelve. Right? Yeah, 12 I mean guy. that's a politic thing. I mean, okay. it was right. the number fourteen guy was another top ranked fighter who promotes Crawford. So I mean, it's a politic thing. I ain't worried about that. But I, it just shows me that that could happen, and I just been envisioning it for some reason because all the big big fights that people want to see, everybody yeah. wants to see Crawford and Spence. Yeah. Everybody wants everybody wants to see you know the Porters, Thurmans, yeah. Danny Garcias fight the Spences, the Crawfords, the Mikey Garcias and all that. You want that whole big circle fight because they're the top guys. I yeah. get it. Respect. Cool. But all them fights can't happen at once. People got to fight certain people. Yeah. But while they're knocking each other off and 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 Earl Spence is going to fight this guy and Danny Garcia is going to come back and fight this guy and blah, 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 blah. Here you go. You got Cornflake creeping up. Yeah. Crawford need a fight. Shoot. Maybe in two, three months I get... Boosted up to number, I don't know, seven, eight in the world. Why not? Sounds like that's a good how idea. I look at it. That's how I look yeah. at it. It, it. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that's in the works because it's not. I'm just, I just. That's what you're envisioning. Yeah, that's yeah. what you see coming yeah. in the future. Yeah. Yep. And can you speak some words of wisdom to some young boxers mm. out there? Because yeah, boxing man. is a hard game. That's yeah. not like. I don't think my mom and dad would have sent me out there and like, yo, go box. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm a, yeah. That's like part of our culture. Absolutely. You got to play baseball mm-hmm. or you got to box in Puerto Rico. Like <laughs> right. That's kind of like the only option yeah. you got. Yeah. Do you have any words of wisdom for those young you guys know, and their parents that, hey. That want to box? Yeah, they want to box. Man, look, don't ever, because it's, it's, it's a, one is a lonely game. It's a lonely sport because all you got is you, you, and you. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no whatever. It's you, you, and you. I, you don't have a, I'm not a quarterback that has a wide receiver to throw the winning touchdown to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. Um, stick with it. You don't don't ever get discouraged. You're gonna get beat up. You're gonna get hit. Um, um, people are always gonna tell you you can't do it or you can't beat this guy or why are you fighting this guy. Um, if you're scared of hard work, if you if you're scared of sacrificing, if you're scared of doing things and going into like a like a, a like a dark zone that like you've never envisioned yourself going into, just don't do it. Just yeah. save yourself the time and energy. But if, if you feel you you built for that, you just go for it. Just don't ever look back. Yeah. You control your own destiny in this gym, yeah. in the ring, and in your career. Especially in boxing, like you Especially. said. It's you. Yeah. So we got another segment coming up. This yep. is a segment that we – this is our first time, and this is our first interview, so we want to thank you. No, no doubt. Me and Dariq. Dariq's in the Navy now, so I wish awesome Dariq was up. here. So. Awesome so shout out to everybody. Um, three who had yeah three this is the podcast with oh, three yeah. Yeah. so but he's in the navy so i had to we gotta keep it going somehow no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. so this is the next segment it's called rapid fire so mm-hmm. we want to like we're gonna ask you this and that questions and yeah. keep it we're gonna keep it like real short I'll do it. 
Um, Nike or Adidas? Adidas, man. Shout out to Adidas, bro. All right, you want to elaborate on that one? Yeah, no, like, you know, the one of my sponsors, um, Adidas Boxing, you know, Adidas, man, they're dope. You know what I mean? Shout, shout out to them. You know, they, they hook me up. They give me all my training equipment, you know, um, um, sent me some, they sent me a package of clothes one time. You know what I mean? They're cool. You know what I mean? Uh, it's pretty cool to get on, like, you know, the Adidas social site. People, you know, um, uh, like on my social media, I gain a lot of followers just off of social media and shit like that. You know what I mean? So definitely shout out to Adidas. Yeah, yeah. Um, water or Gatorade? Mm. Oh, Gatorade. I mean, I guess Gatorade. Even though I drink like oh, close to two gallons of water a day, yeah. I gotta yeah. say Gatorade for the All flavor. Right. All right, steak or chicken? Mm, steak. Steak. Mm-hmm. Right. Jordan or LeBron? Mm. Jay. Jordan. Going with Jordan. Mm. Cornflakes or Wheaties? Nah, man. Gotta go with cornflakes Corn- just for GP. Huh? Yeah, cornflakes. Yo, cornflakes. Cornflakes, yeah. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Favorite day of the week? Payday. Payday, yeah. yeah. Whatever whatever Payday. that falls on. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. Friday, Saturday, I guess. Yeah. Uh, favorite holiday? Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Um, what's your last Halloween costume? If you... If you bro, I don't even remember, <laughs> honestly, bro. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might have. I think I was like a WWE wrestler. I think. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I don't even remember. Dressed up like Stone Cold or yeah, the Rock or I something, think like, something that, yeah. like that. You know, yeah. my damn. My daughter went. She didn't go. She's only five months, but she only. You know, she had a little uh, a Snow White. Next next year, I'll definitely dress up as something. We'll dress yeah. up as we'll something. Dress up something together. Yeah. 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 Um. How many pull-ups can you do? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I probably. I mean, I probably bang out like a good. I don't know. In shape or out of shape? <laughs> whatever, whatever you, <laughs> whatever know. answer you want to say. Like, uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm safe for saying fifty, just to be 50? cool. Yeah, just to be cool. Just, you know, what I mean, over cool, under, I, nah, I'm safe for fifty. Fifty. Just right. if I, if I can go over cool, but I ain't. Mm. <laughs> Favorite genre of music? Rap. Rap. Yeah. Hip hop, R and B, rap. And and I, we skipped this question earlier. Do you have any song in mind to walk out to? Did you pick that out yet? I or? think I'm gonna come out to Kevin Gates, either uh, "Let Us Sing" or "Vouch." All right. Yeah, I okay. think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna come out to some Gates. All yeah. right, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. I'm gonna come out to some Gates. Yeah. So if you're listening, yeah, you, when when you hear that Kevin Gates, yeah, yeah, what you always say, dark places, dark places, yeah, dark places. When you I hear mean, that I'm Kevin Gates, I'm gonna Gates. come out to some Gates. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like Kevin Gates. It's all right. So November 16th, mm-hmm. next fight. What's your prediction? Wow, November sixteenth, man. I'm just my prediction is to become the New, Jersey, the New Jersey State welterweight champion, man. That's you know, that's like um, that's a big uh, accomplishment that I never thought I would have because you know there's only two or three other um, welterweights from New Jersey that um would meet the criteria along with myself yeah. to fight for that title, and one of them's like a brother. Would never happen. Um. And look, the other two just don't really have, I think one retired. Um, and then the guy that uh, beat the guy that retired, he, I just don't feel he would um, match well with me. He doesn't have enough fights, you know what I mean? Um, he's more, he took a, like a long, long layoff. Um, I, and look, it just wouldn't, I don't even see that fight happening either because that's kind of my boy. Yeah. His cousin's my boy too. You know, it's, look, it's a shame because I'll speak as a promoter. I promoted two shows that had a total of three uh, state title fights. One of them being Antoine, the kid that was just here. Yeah. He fought a kid from Atlantic City. He's from Atlantic City. They're both from Atlantic City. He looked City. good. Yeah, he looked yeah. good. Unfortunately, he actually, he didn't win the fight. But 
Um, he fought a kid from Atlantic City, but, but that was just like a bad blood, bad beef going yeah. on. Um, I had a heavy two heavyweights fight each other, and then I had the kid Chris Thomas uh, from Thomas River fight uh, a kid from Asbury Park. They kind of had not really beef, but like you know they had no problem fighting each other. With me, I kind of know everybody. Yeah. That's what you know what I mean. So and the other two or three welterweights were. It's kind of like where I couldn't. I I couldn't fight him. I don't think. But yeah. then when Mighty Mike came back into the picture, came back home from Greece. It's like you know. Look, I don't really know him. I don't got nothing bad against him. Yeah. But the match was made. Um, he agreed to it. I agreed to it. And who reached? Did you reach out, or they reached out, or was it um, something that? My father actually thought about it. Okay. He was like, well, what, what about Mighty Mike? I said, Shh, at this point, you know, yeah. I mean, he has a big name. He fought for the world title before. He's, you know, a former regional champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has the name. Um, ton of experience. Veteran Southpaw. Um, you know, why not? And we could fight for the, the state title. That's what made me want to fight Mike the most. When you heard that. Because when you heard state yeah, title. Yeah, because we had other options as well with guys with better records or, um, you know, whatever. And he doesn't have a bad record. He's It's like 26 and 9 or something like that. It's not yeah. horrible. But, like, you know, we're looking at some guys. Like, we had this one guy who was 33 and 0. Oh. And, you know, I was, like, down for it. But then, like, visa issues, visa time. And visas takes a while. He's from Argentina. Okay. It took a while. You know, visas What well, would take, it take for you to go down there? No, it ain't enough money. It's you know, not. It's not. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't trust, make sense. Yeah, and I don't trust it either. Okay. I don't trust, like, like I can knock him out and still lose. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't, yeah. I don't trust it. No, yeah. I'd rather stay home. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, anyway, my prediction, man, I... I know a win. you got a round or anything. That's a little too crazy. We don't want to do anything. Nah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Again, I, I fight smart. Yeah. You know I mean, if it was up to me, I say round one. But yeah. uh, you know, it's just I have nine knockouts. This would be my thirtieth pro fight. That's what I said earlier. You're kind crazy. of. You're kind of a vet. I'm a vet. Absolutely. You're a young vet. But I got <laughs> nine. I only got nine knockouts. So it's obvious I am a boxer. I yeah. am a. Tech, you know, I'm all about technique and playing smart. Yeah. We all know that. There's no secret. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if I open, you know, I hurt a lot of guys I fight. Yeah. I just, maybe I just can't close the show. You know what I mean? But we've been working on closing the show. So if a knockout right. comes, it comes great. But, you know, I'm just uh, uh, preparing for a victory. All right. So what do you think it's going to take to achieve that goal? Like smart boxing, um, setting the pace early. I think, I think I'm going to set the pace early. Um, ex- um, make my presence known. I'm six foot, almost six two, at 147 pounds. What, what's he at? What's what's his? Uh, if I if I remember, I'd say no five nine, no more than five ten. Yeah, we could, we could fact check it for yeah. We'll look into yeah, it. Yeah, no more than five nine. No five ten, no more than five nine. Still, that's still a few inches. Yeah, no, no, I got. And then SC, he fights small shit like that. Yeah. I fight, I fight tall. So um, I just think expose it, but I think it's me being I fight at 147, but rehydrate to 165. All right. I don't think he's rehydrating past 150. Yeah, you're still gonna hold five, some weight that night. I'll hold. I'll yeah, be much bigger weight. than him. Yeah. So expose that and make and make that known. Make that make my presence known from the rip. All right. And you know another I mean? and another thing, I don't don't want to give anything away. Just say whatever. You know. That's all good. What's an advantage for you? What's an a disadvantage for you? What do you think he does that things like that? Uh, to be honest, I think on paper, I just say on paper because I'm you know I'm I'm humble. You know what I mean? But 
on paper, I don't think he has. I think I have every advantage on paper. Okay. Um, maybe not. This is with all due respect to the yeah. competition too. No, like, no, no, of course, no, no, no. always, right? He has a lot of experience though. Yeah. I'll give him the experience end, end. but I have experience too. I've been around. Yeah. I've, I've fought in. See, and I haven't been in wars neither. He's been in yeah. wars. He's been cut up. He's been yeah. knocked out, cold. Yeah. yeah. He's been beat up. He's been, you know. Just do a lot of wars. Yeah, it takes a toll on the body. It takes a lot of tolls. So his experience is great, and I have decent experience too in the ring. But I, I, I have not. I haven't been in wars. I haven't been in wars. You know. So, so you I think on that, paper, so I have that play to your advantage. You yeah, think? yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like deflating a tire. It's like you know, it's just like investing in the body. Eventually, you keep investing in the body, the head gonna drop. Yeah. You know what I mean? You keep putting yourself through wars, and your your face is all cut up. I know a scar tissue is like like a napkin. I know it is. Yeah. Like you go look at it, and he might slip. You know what I mean? So so what happens if you win and you lift that belt? What happens after that? What's what's next? Oh man, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas. You ready to eat? Yeah, I'm ready to eat, man. Cause my birthday is Monday. Yeah. This Monday. I can't do nothing. I can't have no cake. Feel me? It's gotta be tough. I heard you. We were we were here for the interview. For anybody, well, for anybody listening, we were here during the training. Mm. There was a part where Thomas was hitting the bag. He finished up a little round. He said, "I want a cheeseburger." Mm. <laughs> so I thought about. Cause well, here's the thing too. <laughs> I don't, I don't think about the fight. <laughs> I don't think about the fight. Period. Like, cause at the end of the day, like he he keeps asking. So you got tape on this guy? No. Why? For what? For what? I, and I, as long as I know your southpaw, your style of fighting, I don't need to watch because yeah. you want to adjust every time. So I don't even and, and and also, I don't think about the fight because it will mentally drain you. Yeah, it will mentally drain the shit out of you. You know what I mean? When you keep thinking about, when you keep thinking about, oh, what you gonna do or what could you do? What, you know what I mean? What could you do better than him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, you have to adjust. Yeah, because what happens, you have this full-fledged game plan. You step in the ring. And it won't happen. It'll be something completely different. Yeah. That's happened almost 100% of the time. Like when I fought Gabe Bracero, yeah. my, my draw. That was a fight where like I was nervous. I ain't going to hold you. I was nervous because he was like a real vet. He's been at the top of the top. This, it was the best guy I ever fought. And I'm like, fuck, I'm really at this level now. Shoot. And we were planning on walking them down. That was the game plan. Yeah. Instead of our boxing them and, and winning. Okay. He almost, he kind of, I think, I have to go watch the fight again to really give you a clarified answer, but he might have outboxed me. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking he's going to come forward to me. So it was like, and we, when we thought we, from watching his previous fights, he was going to come, come forward. Yeah. Man, it was complete opposite. So when I say, oh, I want a cheeseburger, I think about all this to not to fight. I think yeah. about food. Yeah. I think about, you know, what am I gonna do when I get when I get home? What what law and order show I'm gonna watch? <laughs> Something. You know what I mean? I just don't think about the fight because yeah. it would just really drain you. Cause at the end of the day, no matter how you cut the cake, you could I could put like today was a light day. I actually yeah. I actually wish we would have did more, but I mean my body needs a little rest. I wanna get on the mitts yeah. for y'all and stuff, but my body needs rest. Um um, but no matter how you cut the cake, no matter how many rounds you do on the bag, the pads, the, no matter how many miles you run, whatever, right? 
You can run nothing. Or you could be in the best shape of your life. At the end of the day, you yeah. got to fight. You have to fight. The yeah. fight's gonna happen regardless. Yeah. So why are you gonna over you know yeah. why are you gonna over That's over like in stuff? like a lot of athletes say that, like in every sport. You know what they say they like the kids I'm out here just having fun. Like because as soon as you overthink things, that's when things go wrong. If you're not having fun Oh, I might make a mistake, I might do this, I might do this, this might happen. Yeah. What if he goes this way? What if he goes that way? No. That's that's where adjustments come in. Yeah. If you're not having fun, then it's like you're miserable. Yeah. You know I me? Mean? Who? Yeah. Who wants? Who wants to? And who and boxing takes so much sacrifice and struggle and. Why add more to it? Yeah. Why add more to it? There's always light at the end of the tunnel. That's how I look at it. Now, is there to, is there anything you want to say to the fans that are listening for the upcoming fight? Come out there, yo, you man. Yeah, man. Come out. Show love to Rising Star Promotions at the Showboat, November sixteenth. Um, I'm fighting Mighty Mike Arnudis for the New Jersey State Welterweight title. You know what I mean? Um, it's a great undercard. A lot of uh, local Philly guys, a lot of local Jersey guys. You know, and and the old slogan of Atlantic City is, I mean, uh, boxing in Atlantic City is back. You know, and um, I I definitely I'm not saying it to pity pat or pat myself on the back. I'm legit saying that. Rising Star had a great amount to do with boxing being back in Atlantic City. That's you know great. what I mean? And and um, we're just gonna keep it rolling. We do great cards. Every every fight is matched evenly, and um, you know, show love, man. What a, what a quick question. What's an advantage to fight with Rising Stars instead yeah. of other promotions? Look, I, I'm I'm I'll say this. Chaz, he's a promoter as well, the fighter. Yeah. Okay. I'm a huge boxing fan, and I'm an even bigger club boxing. I'm a club show boxing fan. Yeah. I because it might be because I know nine out of ten of the fighters fighting, or you know, um, or <clears throat> they just produce the best fights. But me being a fighter first, I know what the fans want because I'm a fan as yeah. well, and I know fans want. They don't want to see World War Three every fight because. Yeah. You gotta, you know, you have to have something to give to the fans each and every show. You can't put eight fights on and they're all bangers. Yeah. And then what, what do you have to give to the next show or the next show? Because yeah. young fighters, especially four, six round levels, they're not gonna keep fighting World War Threes back to back yeah. to back. They're not gonna have a career. Yeah. Prize fighting over pride fighting. Yeah. You know what I mean, that goes back to that again. Exactly. So what makes it different is, you know, we. I just know. I feel Rising Star knows how to um, offer great show each and every time where it's not just fights it's entertainment we have rappers we have you know uh i have a celebrity round card girl coming in you know what i mean like um uh i'll feature maybe if it's not a, a, a popular or local or famous rapper or doing a performance i might have a local uh Atlantic city person doing the national anthem or something like yeah. that like, i'll just mix it up it's always yeah. a, just a different jive. It sounds like Rising Star is really about local. It is South Jersey, and I love that. That's great. It's all it's a tri-state, it, primarily New Jersey and 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 South Jersey, um, but tri-state, it, which is New, uh, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and shit like that. You know. So how does a boxer, if there's boxers listening, how do they get in contact with you? Like, just hit us, man, like, just hit us up. Um, uh, we have uh, the on the Facebook page. Um, I see like. So I don't really Like obviously I created So I'm the admin So I see everything yeah. But I have somebody Running it Yeah But I, So I see everything Coming in We get And requests all the time Oh you know I'm 7-0 I just got one today 
uh, not today, yesterday. Um, uh, 7-0, I'm 126 pounds, I'm from Washington, D.C. Oh, word, good stuff. I, we, we have a 126-pounder uh, from Philly, Donald Smith, no love. Yeah. We got him, he's 6-0. Eventually, we can match y'all two up together. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's keep in contact. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's a look. People respect when I say, look, I'm fighting. Um, let's talk after my fight. And I always keep, look, I don't delete no messages, especially from the Facebook. Because I always go back and say, okay, I spoke to this guy. He has this. Maybe I can match him up with this guy. You know what I mean? Uh, this day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, but the Facebook, our website, rspboxing.com. You know what I mean? Um, you could contact us. Um, and just, just. Social media is really the wave, though. I mean, yeah. I make I get a lot of connections off of social media. Yeah. It's you know super. I mean? It's very powerful. Yeah. I mean, thank you for everybody who's listening right now. This is Big Brother Sports Talk. If you haven't followed us yet, you can follow us on Twitter at babygomez06 and eight five six Philly. Mm. Do you have anything else you want to say to the fans, Thomas? Man, look, I want to say thank you to you guys for coming out because I'm I'm a big I'm a big uh, believer in um, all press is good press. I'm yeah. huge into that. Even and that's my promoter side talking. Even as a um, uh, independent uh, fighter, I'm huge into you know you got to market yourself, market your brand, and any press is good press. So I really appreciate you guys for for coming out here. Um, yeah, we, we're honored to have you. Like I said, you're the first yeah guest of the oh, show. Yeah. So I think it's awesome that's that we could got a yeah. local guy. Absolutely. And Always gotta keep it local. Go, go buy your tickets. Where can they buy them again? RSPBoxing.com. RSP for risingstarboxing.com. Um, yeah, man. I just want to fight, honestly. So I'm, yeah. it's a week away from today. Um, I'm, I'm good on weight. I had a light workout today. I'm going to go for a nice run tonight. Um, I'll, my last sparring session is tomorrow. And then it's just weight cut time. It's, it's sauna suits and, and hot tubs and steam rooms and all that bull crap. Yeah, that's, yeah. The stuff, that's the stuff that will make or break. You want to be a fight. You want to do this, yeah. or do you not want to do this? Yeah. Like you'll rethink life sometimes, and you'll think of like about Jesus yeah. when you're going through weight <laughs> yeah. cut. I've seen it like a lot of like to to go on a side. Like the UFC fighters have a horrible time. So see, they they do stuff like. What do you to say that? Mm -hmm. What do you walk around at? And what do you fight at? You said you fight at 140 something. Or you, would you be embarrassed to say what you walk around at? I mean, you know, I'm I'm definitely far from. The type of fighter that's ready to fight at any time. <laughs> at any time. So, um, you know, it's not, I mean, honestly, look, I'm a big dude. 74. 174, I walk around. Okay. I don't like, to, I like to peak in training camp at around 20, like 165, 163. All right. And then, like, now, and I'm right on schedule. Um, I'm actually a lot lighter than what I, um, what I usually am. Yeah. Which is good, I guess. But at around this time... I'm typically 160, 61. All right. 59 at the lowest, 61 the highest. I'm probably like around 58, 57. And you said you'll fight around 165, like the night of the fight. I'll be 165 because that's where I want to – I don't want to be 175 in the ring because then I'm going to be slow, fat, sluggish. Yeah. But when I start camp six, six, seven weeks out, I'll peak and I'll maintain 163, 165. All right. This way my body's accustomed to – 163, 65, and I feel good. Because yeah. all the weight I'm going to lose after is just water. That's why I do my overload. That's okay. why you see me with doing this water thing. So and that's why the next week will be just cut lose the all the down. water and then get it back the night up. Because I'm not losing muscle. 
I'm not losing. And I'll do it while eating. I'll do it while sleeping properly. You know what I mean? Um, with proper rehydration and all that stuff. Um, I think I'll be good to go. You think you're ready? Okay, uh, so November 16th. Where's it at? What location? Sobo. Sobo. Sobo the bourbon room. Shout out to all my sponsors if I can get my plugs in. Yeah, plug them in right now. This is your time. Adidas. You know, Adidas Boxing. Definitely shout out to y'all. Calvi Electric. Gagliardi Insurance. KMHNL. Attorneys at Law. You know, my man Mike Mamola. You know. Um, shout out to my man Danny Provenzano, too, for that lookout. Um, oh, Lissio's Bakery. Shout out to my job, man. That's A lot of people don't know. So, oh. Damn, huge shout out to designer raps too. Yeah. Wow. Sean, my bad, man. That's uh, that was my first yeah, real sponsor. You've been riding with designer raps for they, a while now. Man, no, they've been riding with me. Man. Yeah. Huge shout out to designer raps because they I really probably I look, I just got so much going on. But you got a list right there? Make, I'm just making sure I'm cool. If you Calvi. got a list, we can you can name them off and I can. No, nah, yeah, it. I'm good. Yeah, I was I mean, I, that's gonna say because if I forgot anybody, I gotta check my bank because I didn't get my check. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um no, designer raps, they've been riding with me since I wanna say 2016. Yeah. When you fought in in at the in the Millville so designer raps was, yeah, was wow, one of the that sponsors. Was, right? That was my tenth fight. I don't even remember. Could you see that happening again, or or I, you think that might be? They want me to fight. Um, they they do want me to fight there, and I'm more than willing to fight there. Um, How's the venue there? Is that a big venue, or you think? Where no, no, where we did it at? We did it in a garage, and like a hangar, right, or something like that. Or it no, was it like it, no, it was like a garage where it was at the racetrack where they keep all their car, like like they'll keep all their car stuff. It was really only. I think they only kept maybe four or five hundred people in there. Okay. Too small. And what's tomorrow? What's gonna be on the night on the sixteenth? I mean, oh, oh, I think there will be every bit of twelve, fifteen hundred people. That's a great turnout, man. Well, that's crazy. That's and a great turnout. Especially when you know, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say all those people are for me, because we have other people on the card. They have their yeah. own fan bases. But when you're headlining a card like that, you know, it, it really just makes you. Like I could really sometimes just sit back and I just be like, wow, this is this is truly like this is dope. It's a and blessing, I'm yeah. Very, very blessed for that, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, but I definitely, I tell you what, I want to fight. I put it this way, I, I want to fight in Millville before Las Vegas. Oh, that's on I, the. I would love to fight in Millville yeah. again because when I fought in Millville, I only had it was like my tenth pro fight. Yeah. I didn't really have like a a name. I'm not saying I do now, but yeah. I didn't really have like a name name. I wasn't world, you know, not like that. Um, but I think now that people understand that, you know, this boxing thing is really like what I do yeah. and I'm, you know, doing it at, at a high level, you know, I think more people will come out, um, this time than last time and we'll get more recognition than it did the first time. Yeah, I agree. I think so too, but thanks for having, man. Thanks for being on the podcast, welcome, man. Bro. If you haven't yet, go follow Thomas. What's the Instagram? Yeah, man. Official Cornflake Boxer on Instagram. Thomas Cornflake Lamana on Facebook or just my my um no actually I maxed out I can't have no more personal but Thomas Cornflake Lamana on Facebook. We'll link everything in there. We'll we'll talk about that and we'll link everything that's in the description. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Big Brother Sports Talk. This podcast was brought to you by the Pleasantville Recreation Center, located on 400 West Brighton Ave. Pleasantville, New Jersey, 609 609-
609-484-3608 or 609-484-3627 and to reach them by email recreation at pleasantvillenj.us.